are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, the difference in doubt and unbelief is that unbelief is when you know the truth and won't believe it. And when you have the truth. You see, you take a fellow that's never heard about healing. Well, he would doubt that God would heal him. But once you preached healing to him and showed it to him in the Word, and he still won't receive it, it's not doubt anymore. It has become unbelief. Because he knows the truth, but he won't receive it. And in his own hometown, they knew the miracles he did. They knew the things that he did. They just would not believe in the anointing. They said, he's a carpenter. See, they could have got their barn roof fixed, but they couldn't get healed. (laughs) Can you see that? We must have faith and doubt not. Now, let's look at some other passages. Or let me just carry you mentally to them. In the 14th chapter of Matthew, you find a story there of Peter. Impetuous Peter. They're in the storm, you know. And they look and they see Jesus come walking on the water. And they cried out for fear. And Jesus said, fear not, it is I, be not afraid. He said, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come. Jesus said, come. And he jumped out of the boat. And he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Now he did it. Don't criticize him too much. He did walk on the water, didn't he? Any of you done that? He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But it says, when he saw the wind boisterous and the waves fearing, he began to sink. Now remember what Paul said, hold fast to your confession of faith without wavering. The reason you've got to hold fast to it, you can lose it. Now let me point out something to you. He lost his faith by degrees. He had faith to walk on water, didn't he? But now let me show you something, and I'll show you why Satan brings all these other things against you to steal the word from you, is because he gets you off on something on a side issue that has nothing to do with what you're doing and cause you to fail. The wind was blowing, boisterous, and the waves was high, and Peter got his attention on the waves and the wind and fearing. See, when he turned to circumstances, He began to fear. Fearing, he began to sink. Notice it says he began to sink. Did you ever see anybody step off in a swimming pool and say, Well, he's beginning to sink. He's up to his knees now. (laughs) No, you just go chug and you're gone. This proves you can lose faith by degrees. To the degree that you observe and give your attention to things that have nothing to do with what you're doing. Now, I'm not telling you to ignore, walk out across the street and say, well, I see that 18-wheeler coming, but I'm just not going to pay any attention to him. Yeah, and you're going to be a greasy spot. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that take your attention off of what you're doing. Now, let me ask you something. What in the world did the waves and the wind have to do with walking on water? Not one single thing. Not one single thing. You mean you could walk on your swimming pool if the wind's not blowing? But now let me show you something, what Peter did. He painted himself in a corner. 
Some of you have done the same thing. He said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come. I asked the Lord one time, I said, Lord, why did you call Peter out of the boat when he wasn't ready for water walking faith? He said, I didn't do it. Oh, I said, I know you did. (laughs) Have you ever argued with the Lord? I bet you never did win, did you? I said, well, I know you did. He said, well, turn to it and read it. So I turned over and read it. And I said, see there, you said come. He said, read the preceding verse. He said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come. He said, what was I going to say? No, Peter, it's not me. (laughs) He said, if I'd have said anything else except come, I would have lied. If I'd have kept silent, he said, it would have been a lie. Because Peter said, if it be you, bid me come. He said, I only said one word. I just answered his question. (laughs) And he said, you've done me the same way. You said, Lord, if it be thy will, if you want me to do this, let this happen. It was my will for you to do that. Wasn't my will for that to happen. He said, you painted me in a corner just like Peter did. And sometimes you get in trouble over it. But now, see, he had faith, but he doubted. And he lost his faith by degrees. What do you do when it looks like all hell's broke loose, you know, and look like nothing's working? Hold fast to your confession of faith. Hold fast to it. Now, when I say hold fast to your confession of faith, don't go read a bunch of stuff in there I didn't say. You know, if your doctor said, you've got to take this medicine or you're going to die in three days, you know, I didn't say go throw your medicine away. If you're taking medicine, take it in the name of Jesus. It'll work twice as good. But hold fast to your confession of faith, see? Don't let anybody ever push you out beyond your faith. See, somebody said, well, faith without works is dead. Faith without corresponding action is dead. Yes, but there's another little line that goes with it. Acting as though you had faith when you have none is double dead. (laughs) Don't ever let people push you out beyond where you developed to. See, that's what happened to Peter. He got out beyond where he's developed to. And fearing, he began to sink. He lost his faith by degrees. The wind and the waves was designed to get his attention off of the word, come. There was enough faith, enough divine energy in the one word, come, that he could walk on the water. Now, let me show you something. God said to Elijah one time, he said, go stand on the mountain. I'm going to pass by. Boy, I mean, here came a wind and rent the rock, tore the rocks apart. Brother, you talk about a windstorm. That was one. And he thought, surely God's in that, but he wasn't. Then here came an earthquake and shook the whole planet. Surely God was in that, but he wasn't. Then here came a fire. Surely God's in the fire, but he wasn't. All of these things happened as God passed by. Now, let me show you something. All of that was to draw Elijah's attention away from God. See, God wasn't in it at all. And all the adverse publicity and things that have come out in the last few months and years and books written against the faith message is to get your eyes off of the real issue. The fire and the earthquake. God wasn't in it. But I tell you what God was in, the still small voice be willing to hear what God is saying see Peter 
observed the circumstances and situations and fearing he began to sink. Fearing he began to sink. We have another incident over in Luke the 8th chapter where Jesus said, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched forth and Jesus just went to sleep on those words. He believes that stuff. And boy, the wind came up. Now notice something here. I want you to understand this because there is so many people that get the idea that all the storms of life are designed of God to make us stronger. That all of these problems of life, God sent them to make me more like Jesus. That storm that came on the lake and was trying to swamp that boat was not of God. Because they woke Jesus up and told him what the devil said. Lord, we're all going to perish. That wasn't what he said. He said, we're going to the other side. See, they didn't hold fast to what Jesus said. Hold fast to what God says, regardless of the circumstances you face. Do everything you can. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not telling you to lay down and play dead. Do everything you can, but hold fast to the Word of God. Say what God said in the face of lack. Say abundance, thank God, because I've given it's given unto me. They woke him up and told him what the devil said. You know what Jesus did? I can just see him stand up on the bow of the boat and he looked out there and he said, Peace! Be still! There have been some folks I know they'd have jerked him by the coattail and said, You can't say that. There's none out there. There's a storm on. Wouldn't that have been something if he stood up there and said, Woo, storm! I believe it's blowing stronger. No, he's smarter than that. He said, Peace, be still. He called something that wasn't there, see. Then he turned around and said, where is your faith? You know where their faith was? It's in their mouth. What you believe you speak. And they said, we're going to drown. They didn't hold fast to the words, see. They did not hold fast to the words of Jesus. Folks, in the day that we live, it is imperative that we get a hold of the word of God. That's the only thing that's going to stand in these last days is God's word. And if you're basing your faith on some personality or some individual or something else, you're going to fail in life. But if you get a hold of the Word of God and do it because the Word said to do it. Don't do it because somebody said to do it. You don't have right to do something just because I said to do it. Get the Word for it. Hold fast to your profession of faith. Don't waver from what God said. Hold fast to it. Say what God said in the face of all contradictory evidence. Thank God I proclaim the word of God is truth. They said lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Thank God I must have recovered. Thank God I'm saying I'm healed. Well, why are you saying that? Because the word said it. Not because I feel healed. Not because I look healed. But because the word said it. Can you say amen? Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we've talked about faith and doubt not, but our CD offer this week is offer number 7235. It's called Manifestations of the Spirit. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. 
and it'll be a blessing to you. I give some real life experiences in the CDs of ways that the Lord speaks to you sometimes, and sometimes you'll think it's one thing that you don't need to do it because you've got other ideas, but the Lord's trying to get something to you that you don't know about. And if you learn to be sensitive to the Spirit of God, now here's what Paul said. He said that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. In other words, concerning spiritual gifts, he writes and says, I would not have you ignorant. We don't need to be ignorant about this. And so many times people believe the only time you'd have a manifestation of the Spirit of God to reveal something to you was about spiritual things. Well, it would work in spiritual things, and it does from time to time. But yet, we make so many decisions daily it's important for us to be able to hear what the Spirit of God says to our spirit, the human spirit. That's where we're motivated by, and when we hear the voice of the Spirit of God sometimes, it just feels like an impression. But it is the Spirit of God in a manifestation of the Spirit. And Paul says the manifestation of the Spirit is profitable to every man with all. To one, he giveth the word of knowledge or a word of wisdom. And you see, you may have a word of knowledge once in a while and a word of wisdom on how to use knowledge in business affairs. I've had it over and over. I farmed for 29 years. And it's amazing how the Lord would reveal things into my spirit by the Holy Spirit. It's a manifestation of the Spirit. At CD offer number 7235 for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.